what people tend to use Pinterest for is a lot of it is planning, discovery, dreaming. But 25% of the time spent on Pinterest is spent shopping. You're listening to the Keep Optimizing Podcast. To increase your traffic, improve your conversion rates, and grow your profits. Hello and welcome. I'm Chloe Thomas, the host of this e-commerce marketing focus podcast. If you're not familiar with the format, well, each month we focus on a different marketing method. Could be email or SEO or, as we're doing this month, digital advertising in general. And each week I interview a different expert to explore the latest advice on making it work for you. Now, I love to give a little shout out to the listeners who are kind enough to take the time to post a review of the show. And I've got a shout out to do today. Huge thank you to Jesse, lots of J's, from the UK for your five star rating on Apple Podcasts. We love a five star rating on Apple Podcasts. So Jesse, with all the J's, says... This podcast is the real deal. The host is super organised and ensures the episode packs a valuable punch every single time on my must-listen list every week. That's where we like to be. We like to be on those must-listen lists. And Jesse rounds off by saying, amazing podcast with great practical tips. Thank you so much, Jesse, with all the J's for your review. We really do appreciate it. Me and the whole team appreciate it. And if you're listening and going, oh my God, I'd love a shout out at the start of the episode, then just go to keepopt.com forward slash review to find out how to leave a review. And you never know, I might be reading out your review in a future episode. Well, as we've already mentioned, this month we're all about digital advertising. Now is one of the most, no, is the most exciting time I've ever experienced in digital advertising in e-commerce and I've been doing it for 20 years, very nearly 20 years, 19 years technically now. So why is it exciting? It's exciting because there's now options. It's not just the Google Facebook show anymore and because Google and Facebook are at the point where they've become red oceans. If you're familiar with blue ocean, red ocean theory, it's that it's hard work playing in a red ocean. It's too packed. It's too busy. And there are blue oceans out there where if you can find them, life becomes more fun, happier, more profitable. And Google and Facebook due to competition levels are now an awful lot harder to achieve great success in. So should you be moving some of your digital advertising budget somewhere else? That's what we're mainly exploring this month. So we've done an episode on TikTok ads and how to do those. We've done an episode on the iOS 17 impacts and a bit about privacy and how that's impacting on ads at the moment. So it's kind of like stuff you need to know before Q4. And then this episode, we're talking about Pinterest ads. We're exploring another platform that might be a great place for you to deliver great sales for your business. So we're looking at Pinterest ads. We're going to be covering a little bit of Pinterest organic too. I learned a lot from our guest today. She's sharing a huge amount of tips and advice. So you're going to really, really like this one. You're going to find out how to get started and set yourself up for success, why you should be doing both organic and ads if you want all the benefits, how organic can actually deliver sales. on Yeah, organic social delivering sales. Who'd have thought? So do make sure you listen right to the end of the episode so you catch all my guest's advice and her 
quickfire insider tips answers, which are brilliant, which will all help you maximise the performance of your digital advertising. And then at the very end, I'll be sharing my take on it all, plus outlining some more free ways we can help you improve both your digital advertising and your Pinterest activity even more. So stay tuned right to the end. Do you want more from your paid ad campaigns this year? Are you tired of disappointing results? Are your optimizations delivering low to no performance improvements? If that sounds familiar, it's because the game has changed, which means you need a chat with my friends at Digital Gearbox. They are masters in the art of pay-per-click marketing. Their expert team have helped transform businesses around the world with tried and tested strategies that actually get results. And... Right now, they're offering a free one-on-one consultation to 10 ambitious Keep Optimising listeners looking to get more sales and better returns online. Only 10 of you can get this brilliant offer, so don't delay. Get your free consultation now. Head over to keepopt.com forward slash digital gearbox and let Digital Gearbox show you the true power of PPC. Do you have a problem only an awesome piece of e-commerce tech can solve? Is your e-commerce tech stack not quite fit for purpose anymore? Then why not explore the latest technology on offer at e-commerce tech? We are going through a hugely changing time in the tech landscape at the moment. And if you want to be bringing the best results you can in your business, then you need to be on top of what's going on in the tech space. To find out that and much more, head to keepopt.com forward slash tech. That's K-E-E-P-O-P-T dot com forward slash T-E-C-H. Keepopt.com forward slash tech to find all the best tools for your e-commerce store. In this episode, I'm chatting with digital advertising expert Helen Johnson. Helen runs e-commerce marketing agency Remix Marketing. She's a straight-talking digital marketing strategist who loves helping online retailers to grow their sales and profits, either through one-on-one training or done-for-you Pinterest, Facebook, Instagram, and email marketing. Hello, Helen. Hello, Chloe. Lovely to speak to you. Uh, great to have you here. Thank you so much for being up for shining a light on the less trodden world of Pinterest ads. But before we get into all of that, how did you end up in the digital advertising world? So I spent 30 years in corporate marketing, working with design-led products, working right the way up to being a marketing director for the last six years. And towards the end of that, we had B2B and B2C websites And I spent a lot of time involved in the digital marketing side of that. And I was made redundant in November 2018 and thought about becoming a marketing consultant, but wasn't sure it was right at the time. So I ended up doing 18 months of charity marketing. And then I got furloughed, like many other people, and decided to niche down because I think there are so many marketing consultants out there, some good, some bad. And it made sense for me to learn a particular skill. And the first one that I learned was Facebook ads. And then I moved on from that to learning Pinterest as well and Klaviyo. It's interesting that the areas you're specialising in now with Remix are all quite visual areas. Is that because you were in design-led marketing before? Or is it just something you particularly like working with? Or is there just a commonality between them that means they... 
they work well together? A bit of both, actually. So I think one of the reasons is people get quite emotional around design-led products and get very led by the new, which is not necessarily right from a business perspective, which is what I saw when I did a lot of the uh, breaking down of how the profits were made in the businesses that I was in. But also, I wanted to be a fashion designer in my teens, but I ended up doing A-level mass physics chemistry. So that was never going to happen. So I've kind of gone full circle in terms of using the data side that I'm good at, but also the visual side that I'm really interested in. Oh, you get to scratch that creative itch, but still indulge the physics A-level. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Okay, well, look, let's start talking about Pinterest ads. I'll be honest, I think I have an account. I don't think I've ever put any, even put any money into it. Just to make it clear to the audience, I'm learning with you on this one. So what's what's the what's the deal with pinterest ads at the moment are they worth looking at for the average e-commerce business i would say yes definitely worth looking at but you are going to need a bit of time on pinterest for it to really start working for you and then it'll deliver similar sort of roas to what you get on facebook but you do need to put up a bit of commitment behind it and i would say the brands it's best for are probably ones that have some stability in the core of their range rather than if you're changing everything all of the time, you're going to struggle a little bit on your organic side of it. And ideally, you want to be doing both. Whoa, you've just given me so much there. That's brilliant. Okay, let's uh, <laughs> let's work our way through those. So let's do the ROAS first. So we can reach similar ROAS levels to what we might be seeing with a, with a Facebook ad campaign. Can we get the same scale as we can with Facebook? Is there as much potential in terms of volume of sales on the Pinterest platform? There's obviously a slightly smaller audience on Pinterest than there is on Facebook. And a lot depends on what demographic you're targeting. But if you're targeting, I mean, the core sort of core demographics on Pinterest, the biggest group is female 25 to 34. And then beyond that, there's the two female demographics either side of that, which all have really good coverage. So for those sorts of demographics, yes. And the other thing to say is it skews towards the more affluent demographics in terms of the user base. Got you. So if we're after women with money to spend with a product that has some level of attractiveness to it, <laughs> I suppose, because there's got to be an image, hasn't there? Then then it's it's going to be a, a place where we'll, we'll find some level of scale, even if it's not as much scale as it could be with Facebook ads. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. So given that demographic profile that we're looking at, and we'll come back to the range um, stability point in a minute, because I thought that was a really, really fascinating one. Given that demographic range, is this something that a men's fashion business should just not even look at or a tools business should not even look at? Or is there that element of, I'm going to say, sound terribly old fashioned and sexist here, but it is the reality of women buying the products and influencing the products that the men in their lives buy? I think it depends on the product. In terms of if it's a really nice visual product, so like men's fashion, I would absolutely say definitely fine on there. Something like tools, I think you're going to struggle. What people tend to use Pinterest for is a lot of it is planning, discovery, dreaming, but 25% of the time spent on Pinterest is spent shopping. So they're not just there to plan, they're there to buy once they've chosen what they want. And in terms of demographics, men is one of the fastest growing demographics, as well as Gen Z and Gen X. So it's an interesting platform. And it's certainly its demographic skew is slightly different from Facebook, which is why the two can kind of complement each other quite well. Got you. 
it's certainly not a simple well it's only women on pinterest therefore i'm not gonna gonna do it there no no. Okay, cool. Let's go back then to that stability in the core of the range piece, which is, I don't think what anyone considers when they decide what ad platform to go on. So I'm going to take a rough punt and Helen, tell me if I'm wrong on this. The reason you need stability in the range is because you need your ads to be running for a while and ads become more powerful over time. Am I making good assumptions or terrible assumptions here? Um, it's more true for organic and I would always say ideally you want to be running organic as well because you want to be testing what's going to work so that when you come to your ad creative you've got a really good steer on what your audience likes and with an organic pin if it's going to run for you for five six seven years then if you've got a stable range it can grow and it can continue to deliver for you whereas if you're a fashion retailer who changes absolutely everything every six months then most of your pins are going to land on 404 pages. Which is bad. <laughs> Rather, or on categories possibly, whereas if you've got something that's more stable, then you're going to be building over time rather than always trying to catch yourself up and potentially disappointing people by having things on your page that are no longer available. Got you. So we can test our ad creative ideas via the organic side of Pinterest and then redeploy those ideas into ads the ones that that gain the traction so that must mean there's a fair amount of algorithmic visibility if that's a thing uh, a fair amount of algorithmic visibility to organic pinterest which of course is not something we see on the facebook platform anymore is that the case yeah so a couple of things to say um so first of all your ads never die on pinterest when you stop spending money on an ad on pinterest it becomes a pin so it's still indexed and it can still drive traffic, which is totally different to Facebook. But also in terms of building your organic impressions, a, a pin, an organic pin lasts for about three months in terms of whether people are going to see it if it doesn't get picked up a ton. Whereas a Facebook post or an Instagram post is gone within 48 hours and the TikTok's gone way quicker. So it is a bit of a different philosophy for the platform. Got you. So let's dive into organic for a second. So organic Pinterest is something your findings delivering results for the people you work for. It's worth doing. Oh, completely, completely. Especially if you're working on SEO on your website and you've got your keywords. So organic Pinterest is partly driven by the picture and partly driven by your keywords. So if you've got your keywords nailed already for SEO, then it's a complete no-brainer to be on Pinterest as well because a lot of people are just pinning pictures and not really thinking about what sat behind it strategy-wise in terms of the the wording and the wording is one of the third well it's, it's what people search on is is words and it's part of what the algorithm is searching so I think because there are so many people who are either not on the platform at all or are just doing it badly that if you're really nailed and you're organic then you you can absolutely grow and you can get a lot of impressions monthly impressions I, I worked with an account last year where we grow grew their organic impressions from four hundred thousand a month to 1.2 million <laughs> so you can get a lot of eyes on your posts on your on your pins and then of course not only are you then getting traffic going through to the website as a result of those pins but you're also getting great ideas to use in your ad so I guess organic in and of itself is going to deliver but also 
it fast tracks the performance of your ads? Could you do ads without testing in effectively, without testing with organic first? Well, you can. Yes, you can. And, the, um, it's, and it depends on the type of ad as well, because you can do retargeting ads, basically. Not called retargeting ads on Pinterest, but same as retargeting ad for Facebook from your catalogue feed. So that sort of thing, in theory, you could do. And I have seen advertisers start with that as a strategy, because if you've got the Pinterest tag on your site, which is like the Facebook pixel, then you, you, you can build all those audiences. But so we can do a product feed into Pinterest with Pixel, reshow people who've been on our website pictures of products type scenario. Yes. Okay. But I'm guessing from the way you just explained it, that's not where you'd suggest someone starts with Pinterest ads. So what would be, what's the basic starting point for us if we wanted to to deploy Pinterest ads and we wanted to start? in the next few weeks um well if you're an e-commerce retailer where where i would start is obviously you want to be a verified merchant so you'd apply to be a verified merchant you'd set up your tags and your feeds so you've got a catalog feed so then every time you launch a product it becomes a, a pin on pinterest so that's kind of a free <laughs> i guess once it's there but then um i would be then looking at your keyword word research so when you come to create audiences in Pinterest, you're really looking for probably 75 keywords initially. Um, and you want to be building them and testing some of those on organic pins, ideally, to see which ones are going to get traction for you. So that that's can go in the actual pin copy rather than just in the um, interests that you're going to be advertising to and the keywords you're going to advertise to. Got you. So it's the testing on organic is even more about the words than it is about the creative. Bit of both, bit of both. I mean, you want to see which pins get really picked up, what style of pin gets picked up. That will give you a bit of a steer, certainly for your sort of, I should explain. So Pinterest ads are a bit like Facebook ads used to be. So in Facebook where you would run traffic and then you would run conversion, in Pinterest you would start off running a consideration campaign initially and then you would then move on to a conversion campaign normally. And when you've got built up big enough audiences, then you'd be looking at retargeting as well. Got you. So we've got to do that feeding the algorithm stage. Yeah. I mean, it's not the algorithm's not nearly as mature as the meta algorithm because it's just not been around as long and it's not had the same volume of traffic put through it. Got you. So just for anyone who's um, who's going, what on earth are they talking about? So what we're talking about is if you do a consideration focused ad on Pinterest, then Pinterest is going to show it to more people because they're not trying to drive the conversion, which means they're going to learn about your traffic and learn about who converts. So then it's got the data about your business in the algorithm. So when you switch to conversions, it knows what it's doing, basically. Helen, would you is that is that a good enough explanation or do you want to add anything into that? No, I, I think that's a pretty good explanation. Okay, cool. So we've We've set up our verified merchant account. We have set up our tags. We've set up our feeds. And we've started testing creative and keywords within the organic. So then the next thing is we take some of our best organic posts and create those as uh, as consideration ads. Is that the process we go through? Yeah, yeah. Or you would take the learnings from those posts. Maybe you might create a completely new pin that you're going to use for your but it'll tell you maybe which is the best product, which is the best style of graphic, that kind of thing to help you then inform your creative so that you've got the best chance. Got you. 
And then we run our consideration ads for a couple of months and then we switch over to conversion or test conversion? Um, it depends on your budget, but I mean, you can easily switch over in a month as long as you've got a, a reasonable budget. What does a reasonable budget look like on Facebook ads? Because I'm sure the listeners are now going, what, how much do I need to spend? <laughs> <laughs> well, ideally you want to be spending probably £20 a day per ad group, which is the equivalent of an ad set in Facebook. But obviously you can spend a lot more than that. But it, as, a, as a basic, it is possible to spend less. But if you want to learn reasonably quickly, then that's probably where the baseline would be. So not too high an entry target for our budgets? No, not too high. But I think you have to caution that against it. It's going to take time before you see the sorts of ROASs that you might see pretty quickly on other platforms. Yeah, I was going to say, on the time front, if we've we've got a bit of setup to do, a bit of verification to do, then we're, we're because we're sensible and we're not going to go spending our money on ads before we know what we're doing, we've got to do some organic to learn those lessons. Is this something... A, the audience are hearing this mid-August 2023. Is this something they could get working in time for Christmas 2023 for Q4 sales? Or if they start now, are they really looking at building building organic for Christmas and ads are going to start to kick in in 2024? That's, that's what I'm reading between the lines of the stuff we're talking about here. That's my sense. But is it possible to get it working for Christmas? Not, not really. So in terms of organic for Christmas... I would be looking to create organic pins in August and September because they will they're going to take three months to index. So by the time they're fully indexed, then you're going to have the momentum behind them. Um, those same things you can you'll you'll get some well, assuming you're if you're starting from scratch and starting a consideration campaign, you're going to want to be starting to use some of those certainly in September. So that you can then go on and have your campaigns running in in October, November. So we've just about got enough time to give this, maybe not a full rollout, but definitely a good test and take advantage of that Christmas traffic to test the platform really well. Yeah. Cool. And then the and the organic post you're putting live a couple of months before you need them to deliver. Did I get that right on the organic side? Yeah, it depends. It does depend on the type. So um, a standard pin. Is going to take a few months to get indexed and start to be what it's going to be um an idea pin will get more exposure straight away so what's the difference between those two pins for the uninitiated <laughs> well the, the biggest difference between the two pins is for organic a standard pin or a video pin can go to your website or wherever you want it to go to um, an idea pin will only link back to your pinterest account so it's a great way to get eyes on your account but it's not as good a way to get people out to your website and actually potentially buying. Got you. So the one that links back to your profile, that's the one which gets fast attraction. But the the other version that links back to your website takes slow attraction. Yeah. How fascinating. I now just want to talk to you about organic Pinterest, but that's not what we're here to do. <laughs> so uh, I shall try and avoid doing that. Um, Helen, we've taken quite a... a crazy roadmap through Pinterest ads. We've covered an awful lot of bits and pieces. What's the key message on Pinterest ads you'd want the audience to know before they start giving it a test? Uh, I think the first thing to say is you need to be patient to see results. So if I was to compare, if I was to pick up a new client on Meta ads, I could probably optimize their account in three months. If I picked up a Pinterest one on ads, it'd be six months before you really understand what the true potential of the account is. 
So it's definitely not a platform to come to if you're distressed and need immediate sales because that's just not the way Pinterest ads work. Super important thing to know. Thank you very much. You said first thing to know, was there a second? In my view, you really ought to be thinking about organic as well as ads because you're really looking ideally to be getting 50% of your revenue from organic as you build your account over time. And who who doesn't want that? I mean, it's the same as looking at PPC versus SEO. Yes, you can keep throwing money at it, but that doesn't make a lot of sense if you, there's a lot of potential for free sales if you just choose to sit behind it and be consistent and keep posting. It does, from all that you've said, it does seem like someone would be crazy not to be running them side by side because you're getting free sales. Mm -hmm. You're leveraging the work you should have already done on your SEO keywords, everybody. Um, And you're improving the performance of your ads by learning from your organic. It seems absolutely crazy not to be doing both. Um, Helen, thank you so much for letting us pick your brains about Pinterest ads and a fair slice of organic too. Listeners, remember to stay tuned right to the end so you don't miss out on Helen's insider tips on digital advertising and my suggestions for more free resources to help you improve things even further in your businesses. Do you want more from your paid ad campaigns this year? Are you tired of disappointing results? Are your optimizations delivering low to no performance improvements? If that sounds familiar, it's because the game has changed, which means you need a chat with my friends at Digital Gearbox. They are masters in the art of pay-per-click marketing. Their expert team have helped transform businesses around the world with tried and tested strategies that actually get results. And... Right now, they're offering a free one-on-one consultation to 10 ambitious Keep Optimising listeners looking to get more sales and better returns online. Only 10 of you can get this brilliant offer, so don't delay. Get your free consultation now. Head over to keepopt.com forward slash digital gearbox and let Digital Gearbox show you the true power of PPC. Do you have a problem only an awesome piece of e-commerce tech can solve? Is your e-commerce tech stack not quite fit for purpose anymore? Then why not explore the latest technology on offer at e-commerce tech? We are going through a hugely changing time in the tech landscape at the moment. And if you want to be bringing the best results you can in your business, then you need to be on top of what's going on in the tech space. To find out that and much more, head to keepopt.com forward slash tech. That's K-E-P-O-P-T dot com forward slash T-E-C-H. Keepopt.com forward slash tech to find all the best tools for your e-commerce store. Okay, Helen, so far we've gone deep into Pinterest ads. Now you get to wow us with your insider knowledge about the whole of digital advertising. So for the following questions, your answers can be anything to do with digital ads, which of course does include everything we've already been talking about. Um, Helen, are you ready for the insider tips? I am, yes. Excellent. Let's start with newbie advice. If we've inspired someone to take their first step, what do they need to know to give themselves the best chance of success? On all platforms. So I'll I'll just talk from a design-led product perspective, because obviously that's my background. Don't get carried away with newness. Don't forget your best sellers. So if you're starting out from scratch, really focus around your best selling products. Pinterest specifically, even if you're thinking in the future, you might want to advertise, for goodness sake, get the tag set up because then it can start building audiences so that when you come to advertise, you've got the option of things that act like audience, which is the equivalent of a lookalike audience on Facebook. 
if it's Pinterest in particular, just get your head around keywords. Just understand it's not all about the pictures. Which is such a surprising yet crucial thing to learn about the Pinterest platform. Yeah. <laughs> keywords matter. Once you've started, of course, you've got to keep optimising. So what's your favourite way to improve performance? So the first thing that I'd say on Pinterest ads is be patient. When you set an ad up, you really shouldn't touch it for at least 10 days. But even over time, it's going to take a little while for it to optimise. So don't keep tinkering. But when you have got enough data, you can look at what each of the keywords has driven. So you can then go down and refine your keywords. You can take ones out. You can put new ones in that are similar to the ones that are working well. If you've got a lot of budget and you've got a lot of data, then you can start moving away from broad match to exact match and in the same way that you can with Google Ads. And then also just look at your creative formats, what's working for you, what's not, and therefore keep evolving your creative all the time as you put new things in. Is it one of the one of the things with it being a simpler algorithm than that that Meta's evolved to means the optimization, it's fairly straightforward. Look at the keywords, don't play around with it too early and improve your creative. It's a it feels a much a much simpler and easier process to go through than the Facebook ad optimization process. Yeah, and also you're not changing things as often, potentially. Heaven. <laughs> we should all be giving this a go. Although, although even with Facebook ads, I may don't if it if it ain't broke, don't fix it kind of person. We well, yeah, you have to factor in the law of diminishing returns of effort and time into these things, which I think many forget. Uh, but before I go off on a rant about that. The next question is, if someone listening wants to learn more, is there one cheap or free resource you could recommend? Uh, yes, Pinterest have their own academy. So I would suggest your starting point is there. That will tell you quite a bit about which buttons you need to press and that kind of thing. And definitely there's a, a good amount of information there for free before you start paying anyone to help you. Cool. Always nice when a platform has a training program that works. So great to hear that Pinterest is on point. Finally, crystal ball time. What's coming up in the next six to 12 months that we should be getting ready for? On Pinterest, I would say always look at Pinterest trends. So Pinterest themselves publish trends, uh, about 20 of them each year, and look at how you can build them into your own content strategy because they are the things that people are growing in their searches for so potentially they can be really useful for you in digital advertising generally it, the cookie-less world is going to be really interesting to see what impact that has on platforms generally and I think Pinterest is quite well placed in terms of understanding what its users are looking for because they're using it to search so I think it will be impacted less than some of the others by the reduction in data that we're potentially going to see. It's more of a Google scenario than a Facebook scenario. Yes. Yeah. Again, let's resist the urge to go too deeply into that one. Because <laughs> <laughs> that could be a whole other podcast, let alone another podcast episode. Helen, thank you so much for all your advice and your insight. We're very nearly at the end of the show. So could you please let the listeners know where they can find you and your business? So my website is remixmarketing.co.uk. You can find me mostly on LinkedIn, where I'm Helen J. Johnson, and I talk about Pinterest and Facebook ads generally. I wouldn't bother finding any of my other social channels because 
like most marketers, I'm not very good at my own socials. <laughs> I know. I think I think we're all brilliant at our own social in that we're taking our own advice and hanging out where our customers are. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that's that's my get out of jail free. <laughs> Um, Helen, thank you so much for coming on the show. You've enlightened us all as to what's going on with Pinterest at the moment. And um, I suspect tempted a lot of the audience to go and give it a go. So um, thank you so much for all your help and advice. No worries. So there you have it. Pinterest ads and Pinterest organic, as well as a bit of a bonus bit of coverage there. Loads of really key important tips there from Helen. I think for me, the really key things to take away are that interplay between organic and ads and how you really do want to make sure you're doing both. I think also there's those setup tasks you want to do to make the whole thing work, be it organic or ads, verifying yourself as a merchant, feeding in your product data, and then uh, making sure you've got the, the uh, Pinterest tag bit like the Facebook pixel installed on your website. So you're collecting that data ready for when you're you're ready to launch those ads. I guess the other key thing is that it, it takes a long time to fully optimize. Uh, not the three months you expect with Google or Facebook, but a six month plan to optimize, which as you're hearing this in August makes it something to put on that, I guess, the test list for Christmas. Don't expect it to be delivering crazy numbers this Christmas, but it would be a brilliant time as Christmas so often is because consumers are that ready to spend. It's a great time to test new channels and to learn fast. And actually, the I guess the other thing is it's, it seems like a less hard work channel, maybe, than Facebook or Google. Maybe one it's totally possible to do in-house. But I suggest if you're going to go down that in-house route, you do what you should do with all the ad channels, which is get an expert to help train you in getting it set up right first time. Because if you get the setup right, you are so much more likely to proceed with uh, success. You can get the links to all those things we discussed, important notes and more at keepoptimizing.com. You can also use our special direct to episode short link. Just put keepopt.com forward slash episode number into the URL bar and you'll be redirected straight to the correct page of our website. When you get to the website, please also add yourself to our email list so you don't miss out on any of the many things I share to help you improve your business. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Keep Optimising podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, then you can check out all our digital advertising episodes by scrolling up your feed. And last week's episode was all about iOS 17 and those updates. And we talked a little bit about the cookie-less world coming up as well. So if you're a bit intrigued by that part of what Helen was talking about, have a listen to last week's episode. You can also find all our advertising episodes via the short link keepopt.com forward slash advertising, which will also have, um, you'll find links on that page to our Facebook ad episodes, of which we've got loads, and our Google ads episodes, of which we have loads. We've also recently set up a page for all our Pinterest episodes because we've occasionally covered it here and there. We've never done a full month on Pinterest. If you want a full month on Pinterest, let me know and I will see see if we can manage to do it next year for you. But yeah, keepopt.com forward slash Pinterest and you will find the page that gathers together the content we have done on Pinterest for you. Please do tell your fellow marketers about the show because I don't just want to help you improve your marketing. I want to help them improve their marketing too. So please do spread the word and have a great week. Make sure you listen to the next episode so I can help you to keep optimizing your marketing. Access everything. Keep optimizing. 
at keepoptimizing.com. That's with an S, not a Z.